Hello, everyone, and welcome back. As always, I'm your girl, Candy Washington, and I cannot wait to help you lead a more joyful life. But before we dive into today's episode of Sugar Pills, a practical guide to self care, which is all about how toxic positivity might be sabotaging your life and stealing your joy, and you might not even be aware of it. But before we dive in, if you're listening on one of our podcast platforms, be sure to rate, review, and subscribe to the podcast. Also, if you're watching on our YouTube channel, be sure to like the video, subscribe to my channel, and also share. So share the podcast, share this video, share the YouTube channel, because it's a great way for us to grow and your journey to self-love and self-worth is always better with some support and community. So with that, let's dive in. So oof, you guys, toxic positivity. So the way that I define toxic positivity is either the conscious or the subconscious pressure to be perfectly happy, perfectly one way, perfectly upbeat, perfectly unfazed and unbothered at all times. So to me, that's kind of what, you know, toxic positivity is. It's really just that feeling of I have to be happy. I have to be a beat. I have to, you know, sort of soldier on. Um, It's also defined as the excessive and ineffective overgeneralization of a happy, optimistic state across all situations. The process of toxic positivity results in the denial, minimization, and invalidation of the authentic human emotional experience, and that is by the psychology group. And I would have to agree with that. You know, it's really that sort of conscious or subconscious or subliminal message that you have to always be all good all the time, happy, happy, joy, joy. And you don't actually allow yourself to feel your feelings of, you know, anger, abandonment, sadness, fear, depression, anxiety, just not being okay. It's minimizing and it's denying your humanity and your authentic self. So I wanted to talk about a couple of things that I find to be, you know, in the realm of toxic positivity and sort of offer up some solutions and some answers on how to kind of turn it around to be a healthier, more self-empowered way to look at things. So to me, one of the most toxic positive quotes out there is, do what you love, you know, just do what you love, do what you love, it'll never be work do what you love. Um, No, because (laughs) this is the thing. That is a very entitled mentality. That is a very entitled sentiment because it really dismisses and discounts people who, for whatever circumstance they are in, are unable to, quote unquote, do what they love. You know what I mean? So, Maybe you you are stuck in a job that is not fulfilling, but it pays the bills. And right now, you have to do what you have to do to get through and to survive. You know, maybe you're in a relationship that's maybe not the happiest or the healthiest, but you have children or you have circumstances where, yes, you're going to figure a way to get out of it, but maybe right now you can't for whatever reason, you know? Maybe you do want to you know, travel, quit your job and do whatever and X, Y, and Z. Sure, that's great in fantasy world. 
But when it comes to someone's actual situation, telling who isn't happy, who isn't fulfilled, just saying, do what you love is very dismissive and it's unhelpful and it's not healthy. So instead of telling someone or even telling yourself, do what you love, when the circumstances do not allot for it, I would say instead of saying, do what you love, I would say, find the joy, find the love in what you're doing. So that way, no matter what you're doing, you know, maybe you're stuck at a desk job and you really don't want to be there. Instead of saying, do what you love when you can't, maybe what you really love is you want to be like a travel blogger, but right now you can't do that. So instead of saying that, say, how can I find the joy in what I'm doing? How can I find the love in what I'm doing? How can I accept where I am and what I'm doing, but still making that plan in order to get into a place to quote unquote, do what you love. You know, it, to me, it's a very toxic way of sort of dismissing people's realities and people's circumstances. So instead of do what you love, just think, how can I find a way to find, to find the love and what I'm doing? You know, if you're at that desk job, Maybe you have a coworker that you can build a friendship with. You know, if you're at that desk job, maybe you can say, I'm building the skills that I'm going to need to start my own business, right? You know, if you're in a bad relationship and you're, you're st- of course, we're still going to figure out to get a way out, but we have to do it in a safe way. Think, well, you know, what can I do to find the joy in this? What can I do to find the love in this? Of course, if you're physically not in a safe place, just, you know, get out. But again, that's also kind of toxic positivity because you have to have make sure you have a plan in place and all of that. So instead of just pe- telling people, do what you love, whatever it is that you're doing, even if it's not what you quote unquote love, try and find a way to find joy in it, find a purpose in it, find the love in it, you know, empower yourself. The next one is everything happens for a reason. Okay. Although, yes, everything does happen for a reason, but that also doesn't, that's not an empowering statement because that's saying like something out there, out in the world, outside of you, you know, has the reason for why this is happening, right? It's completely disempowering. So instead of saying everything happens for a reason, so let me just not be sad, let me not be heartbroken, let me not be, um, you know, pissed off, let me not be angry. Because saying everything happens for a reason is a way to dismiss you not feeling good about what just happened. It's a way for you to deny and diminish the fact that maybe you're just pissed off, maybe you're angry, maybe you're depressed, maybe you're disappointed about what just happened. Oh, everything happens for a reason, let it go. No. How about, I know that life happens to all of us, And I know that I get to decide what happened. I get to decide the meaning of what happens to me and in my life. So instead of saying everything happens for a reason, there's something out there describing the reason for it, get over it. Instead, you're saying, I know that what just happened to me was shitty. Doesn't mean I'm a shitty person. It just means sometimes shitty things happen because it's life. But I get to decide what it means. Does this shitty thing mean that I'm not good enough? 
Does this shitty thing mean that I'm never going to get there? Does this shitty thing mean that I'm unlovable? Does this shitty thing mean that it's never going to get better than this? No. You have the power to define what the shitty thing means. Maybe the shitty thing means, well, this person wasn't the person for me and I'm supposed to be single right now. Or maybe it means this wasn't the right job for me. There's a better job for me that's still out there. You know, it means that I wasn't supposed to get this apartment. I'm actually supposed to move to another city and start a whole new life, right? So whatever that disappointment is, whatever the not getting the thing is, whatever the shitty thing is, It's okay to say, you know what? This hurts. I'm disappointed. I'm sad. I'm pissed. It's okay. But I also get to decide what this means to me. I get to decide what this means in my life. So yes, everything happens for for a reason. Sure. But I also get to describe. I also get to decide what that meaning is now. And I also get to feel exactly how I feel. So the next one for me is body transformation inspo. This really gets me. So when I'm scrolling through my Instagram accounts and I see, um, you know, body transformation, and I know that they're supposed to be inspirational, but I'm also kind of like, I don't need to see this because I don't need to transform myself to be a better version of me. I already am. The only transformation I need to ever do is with my own mentality, my own mindset, my own soul, my own spirit, my own emotional intelligence. That's the real glow up. And so I get it. You know, some people want to, you know, lose the weight or they want to gain the butt or they want to do whatever the case may be. They want to transform their bodies. And sometimes it's under, sometimes their intentions are good. They're trying to do it in a positive way. But I think that sublimity, so sub, on a subliminal level, It's still saying to us, you need to change. If you look like me, you need to transform. (laughs) You know what I mean? Or if you don't look like my after photo, there's something wrong with you. So I get it. People are doing their, you know, body transformations inspo on Instagram or Twitter or TikTok, whatever. But to me, that's a little toxic. I'd rather just be myself. Or if you're going to transform your body, just transform your body. We all don't need to see it. But again, people are allowed to post whatever they want to post. So I just mute it. I delete it. I just don't consume it because it's very triggering and I don't personally like it. The next to me, the next one is the hustle boss babe mentality. So everyone is not meant to be an entrepreneur. Everyone's not meant to own their own business. Everyone's not meant to sell a course online or, you know, start a YouTube channel or whatever. And so this whole mentality of hashtag boss babe hustle, 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 grind, grind, and those sort of like clickbaity, like we made 10K, we have 10K months, we have 100K months. It's like, if you really have 10K months, 100K months, K months, why are you, you know what I mean? Like some of times I'm kind of like, I don't really believe it. Like it just doesn't track. Like somebody making 100K a month, I just don't see them. I don't know. (laughs) Anyway, that's for a whole nother uh, episode. But I think that that can be really toxic. I think that it can really just sort of this, you know, no days off and almost self-care is glamorized in a way that's also to me in a way that's toxic, like toxic, toxic positivity, right? Where it's like, oh, this is my self-care Saturday. This is my self-care Sunday spa day with the girls, blah, 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 blah. 
And again, they're making self-care about sort of this blanket, like, boss babe mentality. It's about the spa days. It's about the face mask. It's about, you know, going to wherever people go, you know, when everybody was like heading to Mexico or they're heading to like Mykonos or anything like that. Again, it's this sort of glamorized way of self-care coupled with this like hustle boss babe mentality that I think is extremely, extremely toxic. And that kind of flows into my next one, which is the minimization of, 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 of what your personal dreams are and sort of, again, the glamorization of like big dreams, like only big dreams, only big lives matter. Only big dreams, only big lives are validated, right? Like everyone's like dream big and then dream bigger, be ridiculous, get delusional about your dreams. And it's just like, calm down, everybody. Maybe it's someone's dream just to wake up and be happy for the day. You know, maybe it's someone's dream just to take care of their kids. Maybe it's someone's dream just to work that nine to five. Maybe it's somebody's dream just to live, you know, in an apartment or a condo or just, you know, a regular house. You know, everybody doesn't have to have these big, sexy, salacious dreams and lives that we see on Instagram and TikTok where it's like, I travel all the time and here's my like blah, blah, blah pick. And like, I'm a course creator and I'm a con and I'm blah, 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 blah. And I'm an entrepreneur and I'm making all this stuff. And I drive all, it's like, everybody calm down. (laughs) Everybody calm down. You know, I think that there has really been this sort of glamorization of these really big, big, lofty, you know, ideals and lives and dreams that people are masking as, you know, you need to have an abundant mindset, then you can have, you know, a 10K month or a 100K month, you know, you need to think positive, then your dreams of, you know, private jets and and like yachts and limos and blah, 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 and you can have a mansion in every city. And it's really just a lot. And I think that if the, and I think that if the, you know, the lockdown C19 has taught me anything, honestly, it's been the power of slowing down, the power of being present, the the power of simplicity, the power of um, less. That to me, like, I want a slow life. (laughs) I want, I want a slow life and I, and my dreams and, and what I have are rooted in what I value. And so I think that sort of this, you know, dream big, dream bigger, get ridiculous, blah, 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 all that stuff. Sure. It's great. But if it's not authentically what you want, if it's not authentically who you are, thinking that your life has to look like this in order for it to be validated in order for it to matter in order for it to be meaningful is extremely toxic. It's extremely toxic. You know, I think there's something to be said for, I'm not even going to say a small dream, but your dream, you know, what is your dream? And that's the most important dream. It doesn't have to be big and flashy. You know, I don't think that there's anything, I don't think there's anything I don't think there are small dreams and I don't think that they're big dreams. I think it's just, what is your dream? You know, is your dream just waking up by the nature? Is your dream just waking up next to the love of your life? Is your dream waking up to the laughter of your children? You know, is your dream, you know, just, you know, having a regular job, having no job, 
owning your own business, right? It's just whatever it is, what is your dream? And I think that's what's important. So kind of, you know, shut out the noise of thinking that everything has to be big and bold and flashy. That's also a little bit delusional. Not delusional as in you can't have what you want, but delusional in the sense that everybody wants the same thing because everybody doesn't want the same thing. And last but not least, I really hate follow your bliss. What if you don't know what your bliss is? A lot of people don't know what they're passionate about. A lot of people don't know what their per- what their purpose is. A lot of people don't know what their bliss is. So to me, instead of telling me to follow my bliss, and I'm like, well, what the hell is that? How about get curious about what makes you happy? Get curious about what makes you happy. To me, that's a much more powerful place to come from curiosity about yourself, becoming self-aware, dating yourself, knowing yourself, right? Getting intimate with you. That's what I think is the most important thing. Follow your bliss. I don't know what the hell that means. Follow it where? Off a cliff? I'm confused, right? Get curious about what makes you happy. You know, if it was just you and you had to eat dinner, what would you eat? If it was just you and you could finally pick the movie, what would you watch? If it was just you and you had no pressure from Instagram or TikTok, what would you wear? You know, what would you want your body to look and feel like? Where would you go? What would you do? Who would you be? What do you laugh at? What do you cry about? What pisses you off? What makes you happy? What what gives you joy? What, What could you not wait to leap out of bed to do? Get curious about yourself and follow your curiosity because we can all be curious about ourselves. And it takes the pressure off of, ha- of having to know ourselves and to have to follow our bliss and know your purpose and, you know, make it your passion and all that stuff. Take the pressure off and just allow yourself to be and get curious about what makes you happy and about what makes you tick. So you guys, there you have it. That was today's episode of Sugar Pills, A Practical Guide to Self-Care. Don't forget to check out the description box as well as the show notes because all of our fun goodies are linked below. Our courses, our coaching, our books, um, and additional resources are all linked below. You can also shop our love collection along with other goodies. So definitely be sure to check out the description box and the show notes and our merchandise below. And of course, um, if you feel so inclined, be sure to like this video, subscribe to my channel, Also, be sure to rate, review, and subscribe um, to the podcast if you're listening on one of our podcast platforms. Um, So with that, you guys, as always, take care of yourself and each other. And until next time, everyone, be well. Bye. Welcome to Sugar Pills, a practical guide to self-care. Where your host, writer, actor, and producer, Candy Washington, helps you live a more joyful life with a cheeky dash of pop culture news. Be sure to subscribe, leave a five-star review, and join the conversation on Instagram at Candy Washington. Let's go.